Hello and welcome to the Keep It Wise segment of the Award to the Wise podcast. These segments were formerly dedicated to listeners writing into the show asking for advice and me trying my hardest to give them the best possible advice. However, this segment has taken a facelift and now it will be focused on short clips from longer episodes that I think are noteworthy and that you should pay attention to. Today's clip comes from episode 100, The Art of Emotions, The 100 Day Project, featuring Rukmini Poder, and her and I discuss what it means to create and share that creation with the world. And in this clip, we talk about the uncomfortable truth of what it means to be a creative and what that process entails and some of the things you have to deal with as part of the creative process, what you should actually focus on. So it doesn't matter what type of creative you are, whether you like to write for fun, whether you like to knit, whether you like to create content for online consumption, it doesn't matter. We all have a creative outlet and we typically like to share our creations. So it doesn't matter what it is. And even if you don't consider yourself a creator, you are a creator, you are a creative, okay? We're always constantly creating something. This advice is something that you can apply in any area of your life that requires consistency and just showing up and expressing yourself. You're gonna benefit from this. So here is the excerpt from episode 100 featuring Rukmini Poder. There's something called the resistance, which is every sort of distraction we can do. It's like, you know, get a lovely invitation to be on a podcast. Yes, if that means I don't have to draw today. So really being an artist and a creative, it's in some ways it's romanticized. Like, yes, I get to create art. 90% of the the time, it's like, oh my God, I would rather be doing anything else. (laughs) Which sounds crazy when it's like your passion, but your passion doesn't mean you're always in love with it. Like you have to work Mm -hmm. for your passion. And so this is me preaching to myself right now. Because again, I go through phases where I'm good and I'm not. And I'm Mm -hmm. just realizing over the years that it is just work. It's like any other work. It's like being a plumber. It's like being a school teacher. Like if I romanticize it too much, I'll never get I'll never get it done. (laughs) So at some point I just have to sit down and be like, this is my job. And let me tell you, it's really hard to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, speaking of just like the process and everything, there's something that you have on your website about like the 10 things you learned from the a hundred day project. And I read that, you know, being a creative myself and I'm like, oh my God, somebody had to say it. Someone had to say it. So some of the things you said that you've learned as an artist, right? I'm going to list some of them. Please. One of them, you said, being unsure of yourself and still making meaningful work, sharing incomplete, imperfect work. That was the one Mm. that I was like, oh my God. And believing in quantity over quality. Mm. That was also an eye-opening one. So I just feel like in a world where we're taught the opposite, right? Mm -hmm. Could you shed some light on your perspective and why these have been important discoveries for you in terms of creating art. I mean, you already started doing that, but really, again, speaking to the, like, for example, quantity over quality Mm and sharing imperfect work. Yes. Oh, thank you for asking these questions. I can talk about it forever because they're so important. (laughs) And and I need to hear them the most. I really Mm -hmm. need to follow them. Like I said, I 
I had these realizations when I did my first 100-day project, but I have to literally practice remembering them because mm-hmm. the whole world is teaching us the opposite. Yeah. And not even the whole world, our culture, you know, social media. Absolutely. I mean, even like our capitalistic culture is based on being perfect and it's based mm-hmm. on, you know, spending a lot of time and getting things a certain way. And so that's why the 100-day project is so radical because you're yeah. learning to be okay being imperfect because you can't do 100 perfect drawings. That is just the truth. Mm. but you will not do a hundred terrible drawings. Like you will Mm. do something amazing, even if it's 10 and then 20 will be okay. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, and then 30 will be kind of crap. You know, that's how it works. And so this quantity over quality is just so radical because it, it's the best thing to get us out of a perfectionistic mindset Mm. and perfectionism is purely fear it is just it's it's there's a beautiful quote it goes perfectionism is fear in high heels or something like that it's like it's like a really posh (laughs) i love that yeah right yeah but it's just fear it's like we're trying to make our fear look really dressed up but it's fear it's fear of being vulnerable it's fear of putting ourselves out there in a way that's a little bit not ideal Mm-hmm. And so again, on social media and the culture, and we see like everything we see is through the lens of competition, unfortunately, because we see yeah. things in the comparison that she looks so beautiful. I want to look beautiful. His art is yeah. so good. I want to be good. And so when we're constantly focused on comparing to others, we're not just checking in with what we want to create. And again, mm. that authenticity is lost. And so quantity over quality is such a good one because again, we always hear the opposite and quality yeah. is important in certain things, but quantity over quality for me is all about being prolific mm. and being prolific literally means doing just doing doing, just grabbing a sheet of paper and just doing and anyone can do like you don't need to be a genius to create quantity Mm. you just have to be a hard worker Mm. and when people keep saying quality over quantity and your reels have to be perfect and your art Mm. has to be perfect and everything Mm. it paralyzes someone to even begin and it creates this idea that you have to be a certain kind of genius a certain status a certain Mm. socioeconomic status even but when you say quantity it's like any person in the whole world can just grab some Crayola markers. And, and if you do like a thousand Crayola marker drawings Mm. every day, you will get noticed because a thousand is a freaking big number. (laughs) So what I, so that was another realization that is super important to me that you will be known as what you do consistently. I was Mm. not like an emotion drawing girl. Like I am not, I have never really taken psychology classes. I didn't major in this. I didn't study this. I didn't plan it. But literally, because I did a hundred drawings on emotions, people started calling me the girl who draws emotions. Mm. And I just realized, wow, we are defined by what we do consistently. Mm. It's not about how good we are. But if you suddenly open someone's Facebook or Instagram and you see a hundred, five hundred drawings of rainbows, (laughs) that person will be known as that. And so that is just amazing that we have that ability to define ourselves by what we do. And now how we do it always doesn't have to be amazing doesn't have to be picasso you know some people will think that they need to spend years making one perfect masterpiece but you get there by doing like a hundred terrible ones (laughs) and so again this quantity is just a way to get us out of this paralyzing perfectionism and it's a way for us to just embrace this mentality of hard work and discipline I just think that there's so much value in what you're saying and people who are listening to this are probably going to be able to breathe a little bit more creatives who are listening to Mm. this and like, oh, okay, I I don't have to be like 
in the zone all the time and my, oh my stuff God. doesn't have to if be perfect. If I can say anything is that please, all creatives, anyone just create. And again, I'm talking to myself mm. because it's a constant reminder. It, this is just another point I want to bring up, but my relationship to my creativity also changes over time and changes mm. with my popularity. So that Ooh. like even this word popularity, it's so, it's something to kind of grapple with. In some ways, mm. we're all chasing it. We all want it. I never thought yeah. I'd have more than 10,000 followers. I remember when I hit that, I was like, Oh my God, I'm famous. Ooh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and now it is at a hundred thousand. I mean, it's amazing. I'm grateful, but mm-hmm. it gives me a lot of anxiety because now oh, that number really? goes up and it goes down. Mm. Yeah. And, and, there were times where my where I had a lot more engagement, like a ton more. And maybe since reels mm. and things came, it's mm-hmm. like it's like I have a hundred thousand, yeah. but maybe a thousand mm-hmm. people actually see what I do. And so I find that my motivation changes, unfortunately, mm. because we're all affected by this. That yeah, when absolutely. I think, oh, no one's really seeing it anyway. Ah, no one even knows if I don't post for a month, you know. And I start again. I'm I'm working to be seen. I'm working in this process and I'm not really being authentic to myself. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's a constant check-in process. And that's why this commitment to doing the 100-day project every year is super important. Mm-hmm. I started mine this year back in August and it just in 10, 20 days of doing it, I felt so much more myself mm. because the first few days I would post and ah, like what's not barely anyone even saw it. And this isn't what I got. And usually I would actually stop posting. Like I actually would yeah. just, my motivation mm. would go down, but because my commitment isn't to the viewership or who's seeing it, it's to myself. It keeps mm. me going. Mm. And so again, just on this point of popularity, when I started drawing, I was more like amateurish, I guess you could say, mm. and I would just draw whatever and post like more incomplete and perfect things. And mm. of course, now as I've become more professional and I've, I've, I've seen mm-hmm. myself as this is my career, I up my expectations for myself, yeah. which is good. Yeah. But anyone can see like the style is so much more refined and I spend mm. a lot more hours really digitalizing it and mm. making it nice. But sometimes I do lose the heart of it. And sometimes that becomes a sense of perfectionism. So yeah, I start becoming yeah. too good for my own sake where I'm not following my own process. Yeah. Back in 2016, 17, I would just draw whatever with whatever mm. pen was there. And I would just take a photo. I wouldn't filter it. It would just be easy, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And now it has to be perfect and this, and maybe I should do background music. And I'm finding mm. myself creating excuses for not doing the quantity over quality thing. I'm doing the quality over quantity. I'm yeah. making amazing quality, but I'm, I'm taking so long because I second guess myself and I have to write the perfect mm. description. And suddenly I'm exhausted by my own work instead yeah. of being uh, inspired. And so many mm. of us, especially creators and people on social media are exhausted by the work that we do. Mm. And I just feel when I really connect to the source of creativity, creativity is like pure joy and innovation mm. and curiosity. And it should be lifting us up but because of the way and the structures and this sort of like confinement of social Mm. media like i am i am a critic of instagram at the same time i benefit from instagram it's it's again a relationship i have to grapple with but Mm. i just see it's in the system that we're constantly See, you know, comparing ourselves to others. Mm-hmm. We're constantly um, measuring ourselves and mm-hmm. our worth through likes. And it's really hard to stop because it's very psychological. Yeah, absolutely. But I think we just have to keep checking in and saying like, why am I doing this? Mm. And where is my measure of success? Yeah. Because if I'm, if I'm doing this just because I expect people to like it and I have this big following, then 
I, I'm not getting much from it. And again, mm. a big measure is how am I feeling after doing this work? Am I feeling drained and exhausted every time I post mm. a caption and post art? Then that's saying something. Am I just yeah. dreading <laughs> or the work on social media? Then that's mm. saying something. And I think about those days when I would have to post every day and it would be unfinished and it would be just whatever. Mm. And I felt again, like I was dialoguing with people that mm. even if he was half finished or not very good, there'd be one person who would say something like, wow, I really needed this. And I cared mm. about that one person that I really miss that. And again, social mm. media and Instagram of today, we don't, it doesn't really give that. That's not the focus. Mm. The focus is the, is the amount of people and not mm. the connection. Mm. And so this for me is just a really good reminder of why I'm doing it. It's for those little moments that yeah. I'm dialoguing with my audience. And mm -hmm. this can just pivot also to when I started mm -hmm. doing workshops yeah. because that yeah. was a breath of fresh air. Mm -hmm. And my, even the art that I made kind of decreased as I spent more time doing workshops because mm -hmm. the minute I got on zoom, saw people's faces spoke to them. There was more humanness in that. Yeah. I felt this amazing relief of, oh yeah, this is why I do this. These right. 20 people on Zoom give more sense of connection than, you know, two, 3,000 people liking something, which is yeah. much more impersonal than to actually sit with someone and teach them how to draw and exercise and then watch yeah. them really light up. I felt so much more alive from that. And even yeah. this podcast with you right now, it's just making me feel like this is so much better than yeah. posting and waiting for likes and uh, this cycle. So, Again, for creatives and artists, we have to use the system. We really do. Mm. If I could get out of it, sometimes I think I actually would. Yeah. <laughs> but at this yeah. moment, we have to use the system. And if we can just try to stay true to ourselves as best as we can and find some way to really connect, if it's not on Instagram, if it's podcasts, if it's Zoom connections, if it's in-person meetups, we have to keep that alive. And so this turned into a rant <laughs> a little bit. No, I, I on Instagram. Like, but, no, yeah. no, I love it. I, I, mm -hmm. I love it because I think, uh, if, if you could see my, my brain and my heart, that's kind of something I've been struggling with a little bit. You mm -hmm. know, I have a, a great following and I have a steady group of listeners, but wanting to engage more, wanting to make sure that this content is reaching the people that, you mm -hmm. know, will, benefit from it and then also trying to like figure out the algorithms for like Instagram like you said like you have followers but like 10 people are seeing your posts yeah. out of the hundreds of people that follow you and that mm -hmm. can be very disheartening sometimes and mm -hmm. you know you think like you know does anybody care what is the point in yeah. me doing what I'm doing mm -hmm. in a world where it's better to create stuff that's more sensationalized to be creating something that is a little bit more to the heart and emotions it feels like that's not the content that's at the forefront of people's feeds but I, I get what you're saying it's about connecting and really focusing on on the connection and the impact that you're making with with the work that you're doing you can follow over to the wise on instagram and tiktok at a word to the wise pod we're also on youtube at a word to the wise podcast please be sure to subscribe if you are enjoying the show, please rate, leave a review, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Till next time, peace and love, always, always, always.